Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear an excerpt from a meeting of the full Chicago City Council that took place on December 15, 2021. At that meeting, Alderman argued over a proposed settlement in the case of a police shooting that took place in 2014. In that incident, police shot a 14-year-old boy, and the proposed settlement of $1.2 million had Alderman arguing over physical responsibility versus the rewarding of perceived bad guys. That's in the standard version of the episode you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear Mayor Lori Lightfoot respond to a scathing criticism of her by her former chief lawyer, Mark Flesner, over another settlement, this one for $2.9 million, that the city council approved in the case of the botched police raid of Miss Anjanette Young in 2019. Mayor Lightfoot had some very definitive comments on Mr. Flesner's critique. Also in the premium episode, you'll hear another installment in the continuing saga of Ninth Ward Alderman Anthony Beale's proposed ordinance to give the city council a legal staff. In this incident, at the December city council meeting, Beale's ordinance appeared to be poised for a vote, and then, in a surprise move, that didn't happen. In the premium version, you can hear Beale's heated argument with Mayor Lightfoot over parliamentary procedure. Also in the premium version of the episode, you can hear what happened to an ordinance that the administration had proposed that would double the dollar amount of emergency goods or services that the Department of Procurement Services could buy without city council approval. The mayor was seeking council approval to increase the administration's emergency purchasing power, but it faced a council setback, to which the mayor responded with an executive order. In the premium version, you can hear how that went down and what the mayor had to say about it. Also in the premium version of the episode, you can hear part of a speech by Alderman Anthony Napolitano of the 41st Ward. Before Alderman voted to approve a residential development near O'Hare, Finally, in the premium version of the episode, you can hear me describe the current pandemic cautionary placement of aldermen in the city council chamber and the dynamics that have resulted. All that comes with analysis for me and my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. We'll start with a police shooting settlement, which has its origin way back in 2014, when a guy named Pedro Rios, who was 14 years old, was shot and killed while running from two police officers in the Portage Park neighborhood. Video footage showed that Rios had dropped a handgun during the foot chase. Subsequently, Rios's family sued the city in federal court for using excessive force. Fast forward to last year, December 13, 2021, the city council's finance committee approved a $1.2 million settlement in the case. In this audio, we'll first hear the finance committee chair, 32nd Ward Alderman Scott Wagesback giving his report proposing council approval of the settlement. 
Item 7C is an order authorizing Corporation Council to enter into and execute a settlement agreement in the case of Pedro Rios versus the City of Chicago in the amount of $1.2 million. The chair recognizes Alderman Lopez. It seems more and more we have these types of lawsuits where we are again paying for the bad lifestyle choices of individuals in the City of Chicago. This young man was a known gangbanger. This young man was shooting at police. And this young man lost his life because the police returned fire trying to protect their own life. And I will continue to raise the alarm that we are doing nothing more than rewarding bad behavior. We have to, as a body, at some point, say enough. Alderman Taylor. The officer who was settling this suit has five other cases against him that the city has paid for. And so I agree that we got to do something different. Like Alderman Lopez, I'm tired of paying lawsuits too. And there's no real change happening in the city. And so having to pay these families is nothing any of us want to do. But it's our responsibility and duty to say we will pay no more money without some real change. The chair recognizes Alderman Irvin. I asked this question before. Who is going to pay if we want to roll the dice? I heard anybody say, hey, I'll pay if we were selling for 1.2 million. If it goes to 3 million, who's going to pay the difference? I hear no one raising their hand say, hey, I, I want to pay the million dollars in attorney's fees on top of whatever judgment is handed down. I think we employ folks, corporation counsel and the team to do the best that they can given these situations. If we don't want to listen to their, their judgment, then we need to do something different. I agree. We, we do need to be thinking about our, our risk management practices and what we can do to make changes. And I think that we've started with workers' comp and done some other things. I think we will get there in time. But we cannot take this cavalier attitude, especially when it's not coming out of your pocket. Again, I'm asking, will somebody raise their hand that wants to pay the bill when it goes south? I'm waiting. I thought not. Chairman Wagus, back back to you. I just want to correct the record that we had no evidence of a shooting or shots fired by the deceased Rios. Mm -hmm. With that, I will restate my motion. If I may, Alderman, just a point of clarification. This was a 14-year-old boy, correct? Yes. I think the evidence demonstrates that he was running away from the police. Is that correct? Yes. And my understanding is the officer is seen on video after the shots are fired and the boy is down, kicking him in the head. There's is that, that correct? Yes, for the record, yes. Thank you. There are two separate issues, as I see it, Dave. One issue is police conduct and how police deal with shootings, put that to the side. And the other is the issue of protecting the taxpayers when it comes to uh, litigation. And Jason Irvin was raising that point directly to uh, Raymond Lopez when he was challenging Lopez. I think that to a certain degree, Raylo was posturing here, Dave. I really do believe that. His rendition of what went down was not supported by the video, as Mayor Lori Lightfoot pointed out. She couldn't wait to point that one out. One point that Irvin made, and he said it just in passing, that one thing that the city has done, which it did under Mayor Lightfoot, was create a position called chief risk officer, which nominally has the responsibility of looking at what are the behaviors, what are the actions by city employees that makes the city most liable to these kinds of suits, what gives it most exposure to risk. And I'm blanking on her name, but the woman who Mayor Lightfoot hired in that position resigned. 
and I'm not aware that that position has been filled. So that's just an interesting point to me that Irvin feels or he says that the city is addressing risk management, but we don't know. That's all we've got for this standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening. Thank you.